Hello and welcome to this week's Catamania episode where I dragged my lovely husband into this episode because I think he could provide some value in this. The premise of this episode is to find out whether or not I'm a gold digger. Am I a gold digger? No, actually. But Hear there's that? more to it. My husband says I'm not a gold digger. The reason why I decided to record this episode is because I recently posted a video about, drumroll please, splitting bills. We're still talking about splitting bills. The video that I'm referencing, I'm gonna actually just include it here somewhere on the screen. Here. The first time I went on a date with an American man, he offered to split the bill. And my face, I was like, excuse me? It was a misunderstanding on my part and on his part actually as well. It was just a clash of cultural differences because to him that was the norm and to me that was incredibly offensive. You get slapped in my culture, you know? Would be that. like the, the end of you, you know, as a man. You come home and your mom will yell at you. You'd be like, what? I heard you did this. Like my neighbor called me. That would be the biggest thing ever is just a lack of connection there and a lack of understanding where the other person's coming from. That's kind of the expectation in our culture is that the man takes care of it. I think it's just a more traditional concept of hoarding. And I think that's something that's come a little forgotten in the Western world. I had Jana, the owner of Flex Space Studio on my podcast, and she, well, her and I talked about, you know, cultural differences between Western world and Eastern Europe. And as you could tell, she referenced the cultural differences specifically in that video a lot. And uh, the comment section got lit. Now, I normally don't read every single one of my comments because A, I physically don't have time for it and B, my mental health is important to me. So if I see a comment pop up and, you know, I noticed it in my notifications, I'll respond to it. But I'm not going to go in and read like every single one of my comments because I just can't. Nobody can do that. Uh, but for this video, I was just curious where people were at because anytime I've brought up the subject of splitting bills, the reaction that I get from people is very interesting. Many people agree. Many people call me a gold digger for saying that men and women should be splitting bills on, you know, first dates. And others seem to think that if you split bills with somebody uh, or if you don't split bills, no, if the guy pays, that's what I meant to say. If the guy pays, then there is an expectation of something happening right away. Anyways, I wanted to, I guess, bring my husband on because he's really smart and he's my husband uh, to clarify a couple of things. Not that I care what people say, but to clarify that I'm not a gold digger. <laughs> and the second one is I wanted to brainstorm with him what my view of a provider is and to clarify things for you guys, because I feel like there's so much confusion around that term and so many women are afraid to tell themselves and others that they want a provider in their life. Because for some reason, we've created this culture where when you say that as a woman, you're deemed to be a gold digger. You're deemed to be somebody who just wants money from a man, which is not at all the case. Like I've worked all throughout, you know, the last nine years of our relationship. When you went to law school, Alex wasn't a lawyer when I met him. He went to law school three years into our relationship. I was working and taking care of us while that was happening. Not that I necessarily, you know, I'm saying that I'm recommending that for everybody. If you're in a similar situation, I kind of had confidence that this relationship will probably end up in something serious. I don't know how it is for you. I'm not, you know, saying that everybody should be doing that just because, you know, your boyfriend is saying that, yeah, we're going to be together. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah, like yeah. No, I get you kind of, I took a gamble, but he also kind of gave me reassurance that 
we're likely going to be together for the rest of our life kind of thing, right? Um, but yeah, well, this didn't happen though until after law school. That's true. Risk taker. Risk. I'm a risk taker. I really am a risk taker. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not recommending it to everybody. You need to assess what your situation is, but let's go. So first of all, let's go to splitting bills. I want to hear your opinion. Why? Cause you and I share this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Why in your opinion, men and women shouldn't be splitting bills at restaurants? So the thing is, I... I don't think it's necessary that men and women shouldn't be splitting, splitting bills at restaurants. You can do whatever works for you as a couple. Like really any arrangement out there that makes you happy, go for it. Exactly. The thing is for our culture, that the cultural background that we have, that's something that's you know central to the courtship process. And just speaking in general terms, I think it's important because it gives you a it gives you a chance to demonstrate in a small way that you have what it takes to be a provider. Because if you, I mean, if you can't cover uh, dinner, you know, what, what are the odds that you're going to be able to take care of a wife and a child? And I mean, the way I look at it is, uh, I don't know if you wanted to take this down the childhood parenting path, but that it's, it all has to be tied together. If you're in a relationship with someone, you know, Things might happen. Someone might end up pregnant. You might have a child. Now, I'm not saying that's something that you need to shoot for, but it's that's the reality of the situation. And if it's someone who is not going to be able to take care of, uh, is not someone who's not going to be able to take care of you and take care of the kid, I understand why that would set off red flags. So there's all these deep reasons why I think it's important that a woman might might want to look for a guy who's going to cover the bill, but just. So see, it's very, it's a lot deeper than money. I think that many times when I've said that I don't think men and women should be splitting bills at restaurants, it's not about money. It's something so much deeper than, than money. And I agree with you. It's just the signal, the subtle signal of, Hey, I can take care of things. Hey, I can take the lead. Hey, I can take the charge. If you don't like for a man to do that for you as a woman, that's fine. This is not a, an episode for you. This is not no, a message. No Stop watching my content. Like yeah. no judgment. I'm not judging you. But I just find it interesting that when I say that, so many people judge me for for saying those things. For me, it's important. Yes, I can take care of myself. Yes, I can take the lead. Yes, I can take the charge. But what's the point of me being in a relationship where I'm just going to do everything by myself? I'm just like well, I'm, I'm, you know. I mean, the thing is, I think like you know, let's to try to understand it. If someone, if someone is calling you a gold digger, the understand, <laughs> the understanding is probably what they're talking about is, uh, if you love someone just for the money. Now that's, that's not really okay. I mean, you know, there's issues with that. If you, if you are attracted to someone just for money, you know, are you going to be, are you compatible with that person in any other way? Is there any, is there any actual love there? Like love is important, but the, the thing is that, there's nothing wrong with having an expectation that your, you know, your partner or your date is going to do some things to demonstrate that they are a protector and a provider. I mean, it's the same thing. It's, it's not different from having an expectation that your partner is in good shape, that they're going to take care of themselves, that they're going to, you know, do what they can to stay healthy, keep themselves looking vibrant like yeah 
you know, how is how is that really any different from saying it is a characteristic in a man that a woman finds attractive that he's able to provide that he's sorted himself out. Yeah. But exactly. And this ties into the whole, you know, we talked about the whole the whole idea of protector and provider. And I think there's also so much confusion about that. Because to me, a pro- a provider is somebody who a, if you end up having kids with that person, can take care of a family because I don't have kids, we don't have kids, but from the people that I know who have kids, it's not like you birth... The, first of all, the whole process of pregnancy is really tough, but it's not like you birth the child and then, you know, it's easy and smooth sailing. Like, that's... It's really hard. So I think it's... That, ter- that term it was related to just the understanding that if you were to have kids the man will assume the full responsibility for the family. You will assume responsibility for, you know, other things in the family. And then the other one is, and I heard somebody said that on my podcast, if shit was to hit the fan, we all default to our natural instincts and to Mm -hmm. our natural sort of roles. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's important to know that if God forbid, like, you know, something was to happen in our lives or on a global scale, the man will provide and protect. That's it. That's literally all it means. In the meantime, you know, I can do my own thing. Mm-hmm. You can do your own thing. But it's just it's that signal that, hey, if anything was to happen, I can take care of things. That's all it is. And I don't understand why it's like such a big deal well, for do, so many people. I do want to put a, not a positive spin, but there, there's, I, I want to take this in kind of really a positive direction. So the thing is, you're saying, okay, someone is making a comment on a post that you made that you're a gold digger. Presumably that's going to be a man. I don't see why a I don't see why someone other than a man would take offense at that comment and presumably they don't like the comment because they on some level are concerned about not being able to provide, right? So that's- basically and usually it it's somebody who doesn't even have to worry about gold diggers. I mean this in the nicest way, but yeah. like usually the guys who freak out about gold diggers are the guys who really don't need to worry about them, if you know what I mean. But this is again, you know, taking this in in a positive direction. The thing is, for someone who has that view that they feel like, you know, if, if it's somebody who can who can who can very easily provide for a for their date, and they still are commenting on your post that you're a gold digger. Maybe that's a maybe that's a different kind of issue that someone who feels like they they're missing a deeper love they feel like they're being used for just the fact that they have money and that that's a legitimate concern but I think a lot of the people realistically who are who are calling you a gold digger in the they're comments, basically saying like they're, they're, they're concerned about not being able to provide women themselves. like yeah women but, like me only care about money like women yes and yeah so I'm my thought is and you know tell me if, if this is not where you see this going, but my thought is if someone is commenting that you're a gold digger, again, the concern is that they on some level feel that they are not going to be able to provide that for their date. And this is the thing where I want to take it in a positive direction because it's, it was only, you know, I, I grew up in, my family is Serbian, but I grew up in Canada. And honestly, in, in Canada, the norm is that you, you know, you split the bill. Like the, the way I was raised, I, I felt like when I would go on a date, and I would pay. I didn't feel like it was the norm. Like I felt I was going way above and beyond. It was only really when when we started uh, dating and kind of 
getting a better understanding of Eastern European dating culture that it became clear that that is very much the norm. But the thing is by, so, you know, when, when our relationship started getting more serious and I, it like dawned on me that, well, you know, this is someone I want to spend the rest of my life with. This is on me. I need to adopt some major responsibility. Mm. That was, you know, we're talking about the, in the same way that we said getting dinner for someone is a small gesture. That's just the beginning of it. Like, you know, if you, if you can't handle getting dinner and you want to be with someone from a more traditional culture, dinner is just the beginning. There's going to be a lot more <laughs> you're covering. Yeah. Than, and if you don't dinner. want to be with somebody from a more traditional culture, that's totally fine. But yeah. I just, yeah, but I find it interesting. Again, it's these cultural differences are so. But, but that's, that's the positive thing. It's like, yes, it is intimidating to have this moment where like, wow, you know, this is, this is on me. Like I, it's my responsibility to make sure this person is provided for. If we have kids, that's on me. But it was, you know, that realization that took my life. I was doing interesting things in life, but I didn't really have a career sorted out. There was, you know, it was, it was cool. And I was doing a lot of, like I said, interesting things and extreme sports and all this stuff. But it was adopting that responsibility that took my life in this new direction, which, you know, whatever X number of years later is, it was one of the best decisions I ever made. And I'm so happy with the way things are now. And all of that came about because I had that realization that this was, this is on me. And all of that is just a, all of that is just a continuation of that initial getting the bill, not splitting the bill, setting up from the beginning an understanding. And this is on the ladies as well. It's like, you have to set, you decide what your standard is and what you want and what your expectations are financially. But you know, with Christina, there was understanding that it was, you know, what you were looking for was a very much the, you know, traditional protector. And because provider. I am a, a very traditional when it comes to this kind of yeah. stuff, right? And yeah. really by, by having that realization and instead of being like, Oh, gold digger being like, wow, this is like my responsibility as, as a man and looking at it as the beginning of this, you know, the Jordan Peterson thing, the call to adventure. It's been incredible. Like it's taken my life in a new direction. I've done all these things I'm really proud of and I'm really happy about. So I wonder, this is like a breakthrough thought that I'm having. So I wonder then if you're right, if a lot of times people who are hating on that idea, they're either looking for the wrong partner or they're just refusing to adopt responsibility because it's much easier to say, oh, this girl's just, you know, yeah. all she wants is this and I'm not going to even get there because, you know, to blame it on her. As, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure there are women who are, you know, who don't have good intentions, just like there are a lot of men who don't have good intentions. But if you're looking for somebody, because I know that a lot of guys are looking for somebody who is a, a little bit more traditional when it comes to family values, but they're not willing to be traditional with that girl. So you got to kind of understand what you want and what comes with it because you can't just, you know, want something mm -hmm. and then d despise it almost. So, but that's, that's the, that's the thing again to, I, I'm looking at this in a, in a positive light. And again, the, this discussion, the way it started, but that's because you, you were willing to adopt responsibility. I feel like a lot of people aren't willing to adopt responsibility or a lot of people are but maybe, maybe, confused maybe just... as to what these terms even are. Not that, you know, we all define things our own way. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that one way is wrong and, and one way is, and the other way is right. But I just mean, but I a, guess... a, a, a lot of the thing is, okay. A lot of 
people, I think, are just nervous about that prospect. It's yeah. like in... Well, also because the bar is set so low, right? These days. Like yeah. The, the and... bar is set so low. Just the fact that you were saying, like, in the West, it's totally normal to split the bill. Um, you know, I'm not saying that that's wrong. Again, I grew up in a culture where I was raised that no matter how powerful, no matter how much money you make as a girl, as a woman, no matter how, uh, you know, well-off and successful you are, the man takes care of it because that's just the rules of showing chivalry, good manners, um, subtle way to show that you can take the lead and you can take the charge. And, you know, most of the time in my culture, men invite women on dates. And if you invite somebody out, you know, you usually take care of things. So those were kind of the, the, the things that I was raised with. But in the West, I feel like a lot of these like dating things and dating standards are so low for so many people that like, what's the point of even putting in the effort? That's how a lot of people I feel like think here. Don't yeah. you think? Well, I mean, the, again, to, to remember what the, the first thing you were asking about was where this started was the discussion about people who were saying gold digger in the comments. Yeah. So again, it's, it's not like, you know, it's, it's not to say that there's, if, if someone is nervous about the prospect of maybe having to provide, or maybe they feel lacking in that department, they feel that they can't themselves do that. It doesn't necessarily mean that the person is like a write-off or that there's anything wrong with them. You know, people get, it's like any other adventure or big undertaking. It's normal to have, to be nervous at the beginning. And I mean, the reality is like, if you look at previous generations, like we have a lot of friends from all over the world and there's this old world thing with, you know, for example, all of our fathers from all over the, it was the expectation is that you're 18, you're a man, like you're probably going to the military in most of these countries. You're, you know, by the time you're in your twenties, you've already got the responsibilities of children. You've got uh, a significant other, you know, you got to put a roof over everybody's head and you're just, you're, you know, still a kid. Right. Whereas in the West, like you could tell, you could be a 30 year old man who has no real career ambitions and spends hours a day playing video games and people wouldn't bat an eye. It's like the t totally normal. That's not right. So if that's your starting point and you're going to be going on a date with someone who has this more traditional worldview, you are going to need to, you're going to need to level up on the commitment front and Again, I think that's a, that's a great opportunity. So for a lot of the people who are calling you a, you know, gold digger in the comments, maybe they just haven't gotten to that point yet. For the women out there, maybe, you know, maybe women are, maybe a lot of women are just not looking for that anymore. To me, that seems hard to believe though. It seems like protector provider is pretty ingrained as something that women would find attractive. I think so too. I don't know. Maybe I think, I'm wrong. I think we've kind of that gotten beaten out of us in the mm -hmm. West because mm -hmm. I had a phase too where I was like, I'm independent. I don't need anybody. And that would send really weird signals to you too because it's like, well, we're together. And why, like, why would you be with someone when you're also say, telling yourself that you don't need anybody in your life, you mm -hmm. know? So I, I feel like there's definitely a culture of like beating that out of us. And there's, there's positives to the way things are done here too. You know, you feel as a woman, you can do anything you want, mm -hmm. but I think that it's also a little bit, I guess, unfair to label somebody who has a little bit more traditional approach to this as, you know, all she cares about is money. The funniest comment that I got, I have to point that out is somebody mm -hmm. said that it is because of women like me, that chivalry no longer exists in the Western world because men got, 
it was something along the lines of like men got really disappointed in women after, you know, going on dates with women like me and realizing that all they care about is money. That one was like, never heard of that before. <laughs> if anything, I think we're bringing, women like me are bringing yeah, chivalry back to the Western world because we're like, hey, you know, you I mean, can do anything you want to do and still kind of, you can, do, you can do both. You can have a balance, you know, but... The thing is, I and I know you wanted to keep this relatively short, so maybe maybe we wrap up with this. But there's a lot of positive. I want to encourage people who uh, either think that they can't be the kind of person who gets, you know, covers their dates bill, or they think that that's them being exploited in some way. You know, give it a try. We don't live in. You know, presumably if you're watching this, you don't live in a society where, you know, somebody's going to arrange for a marriage and you're going to see this person once and that's it. You're together for life. No, you get to you get to spend time with someone and see if it's going to work. So, you know, try this out, but try doing those things. Try providing because in moving from generals, you know, speaking in general terms to talking about our relationship in particular, there's this amazing thing happened when I was in a position, you know, law school finished and all that. And I was in a position, you know, I was in a position to provide and I created space because I wanted you to do whatever it was that you wanted mm -hmm. to do the most. Now, if you did absolutely nothing, if you were just sitting around again, playing video games, yeah, whatever, do it really doing nothing of value, I would have been frustrated, not because you're not because you're not contributing financially, but because you would be wasting your life. Like I would find that deeply frustrating. Right. But this beautiful thing happened is, which was, you know, by providing the space and the opportunity, you got committed. You found this thing. You started posting videos on, on social media. I started doing media. comedy. I started doing my podcast. It, it yeah. became this huge thing. Yeah, and, exactly. And you, and you filled that space with this thing that you love to do and you were dedicated and you got after it and you made the videos happen. You made the work happen. It grew from there. It became this whole incredible thing so it's and you know it's to have the opportunity to help create space for that thing to happen feels great i mean what could what could feel better especially with you know with your with your wife someone right. sharing your life with so and it's, it's been the... a joy i encourage you if you're if you're one of the the if you're an individual who's who's taken time to write in christina's comments that she is a gold digger <laughs> and you're dating think... someone Try the whole providing thing. It could put your life in a whole new direction. And I think be... most likely the listeners will be mainly women because most of most of the podcast listeners I have are mainly women. So to the to the ladies out there, I guess what I'm trying to say is like maybe I'm hoping that this episode will at least help you define what you know in my view a provider is, and it's not at all what you've been maybe made think or made 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 believe it is. It's it's something very, I guess, natural and normal, and it's got nothing to do with you just caring about money. It's so much more than that. It's so much deeper than that. And to help you understand, I guess, what it means to me to have a man cover for the first, you know, few dates when you, whenever you go out with him, uh, cover that bill, what that means to me, and maybe hopefully that'll clarify a few things for you, and you won't be embarrassed anymore to admit that to yourself, and you won't feel bad because somebody else is making you feel bad for it. You could so. you could even which sounds crazy, but you could even massively improve this is for your female listeners, which you pointed out as a significant portion of your following. 
you could massively improve a man's life by essentially by essentially having him raise his own standards. You could massively improve a man's life by having standards such that the man who is willing is going to be like, you know what? It's time for me to to level up my life in all these areas. Maybe, yeah, maybe, for that's, the right man, maybe yeah. that's the the push that that person needs. So. Totally. And and I think the only way you could do that is as a woman by not lowering your standards. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Like if a woman doesn't lower her standards, then she'll actually attract somebody who will be on the same, either on the same level or somebody who is willing to get to that level right away because he wants to be with her. Yeah. That's That's kind of my take. I'm not a psychologist. I don't know exactly, but it seems like whenever you have standards, those standards have to be met. And that's just the only way it works. Yeah. 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 And I mean, is uh, another thing to keep in, keep in mind. So we're, we're talking about like the kind of the philosophy behind why you might want to pay for dinner and what that's going to say about you and all the positive things that can come if come to you as, as a man, if you kind of go down that path. And you do accept responsibility as mm-hmm. as the the provider, but just in in plain terms as well. Another thing to keep in mind is that that is that is simply going to be the expectation for a large part of the world's population. So if you are a guy out there and you're listening to this, that's just that's just it is what it is. You know, it's it's you could try to change the dating world, but you're not going to you know, you're not going to be able to take back that opportunity to to make a first impression or to demonstrate that you are you are an able uh, protector and provider. <laughs> so exactly, that's just the reality. Thanks for coming on my show. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> I had to brainstorm because I'm like, if I bring my husband, I feel like we'll be able to have a better, mm, I, I guess, a better conversation about this and brainstorming session than if I was to record this on my own because then he will bring his perspective into this as opposed to me just bringing mine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people will be a little bit warm, more warmed up to, you know, the explanation of all the things that we have just tried to explain. So that's kind of my take on it. Um, as per usual, if you guys do enjoy this podcast, please give it five stars, thumbs up, whatever the like button is on the platform that you're listening to this on. Enjoy and stay blessed. And we'll see you next week. Well, I'll see you next week. I don't know. Maybe if you guys want me to keep bringing Alex on, let me know. Maybe he'll be like the star of my podcast. The uh, reoccurring guest. Would you like that? I have to ask him first, actually, (laughs) before we do that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for tuning in.